The Hillbilly Records podcast is sponsored by Pow Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher Hoff. For your family law issues such as divorce, child custody and visitation, support and adoption, contact Chris at 815-355-8194 or through his website, hofflegal.com. A special thank you to Fonzie and the Dago Tees for use of their song, King of the Hill, as the Hillbilly Records theme song. Welcome, everybody, to the Hillbilly Records podcast, fresh off of WrestleRage 21, and oh my god, right, Wrecker? Yeah, absolutely. Like, what an amazing show. We kicked off the Hall of Fame with RJ, and then a surprise from his son, Pee Wee, being inducted as well, and then Mr. Riccolo himself going into the Hall of Fame, so each of those men have a... Oh yeah, Kyle plaque and <laughs> they, was, they, uh, they are in. Yeah, they are hell of a way definitely to kick off in. And then all the way through to the last bell. I mean, that part amazing. Mm-hmm. House roof went nuts up and down a few times. You felt that place shake. A- absolutely, like, it, it was. Crazy. Uh, it was one of those nights. Uh, special moments were made. Uh, Hornswoggle mm-hmm. and Tyson Phoenix. They yeah. definitely delivered. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we got new tag team champions and the yeah. brothers of Construction. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Blaze retains the title. Right. And our next guest here on the show has a little bit of an insight because uh, very interesting points were made at the end of the show. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you know the bell keeps ringing and keeps ringing. And all of a sudden, Mason Perks, our guest, that's it, comes through the curtain. Yeah, boy. Yeah. And yeah. comes out of nowhere. Yes, this man has been gone for the past, what, three months now? You were gone? Yeah, it was all right. about three months. Well, tell us, what were you doing those those three months, man? Give us the uh, inside scoop yeah. on on uh, on the Mason, not the Perks. On, on Mason right here. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit. So, mm-hmm. Mason... <laughs> I was busy the past three months traveling all of North America, uh, doing another job in production, so I'm only allowed to say so much about it. No, hey. But (laughs) your boy was living that lifestyle. Uh, I play how I practice, you know. You guys know me. I take everything seriously, and, like, I take our production seriously. Which, real quick, I want to give a shout-out to both of you guys. Because nobody gets gives production credit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, is, this is beautiful. Yeah, right? This, this is wonderful. Oh I'm God. personally impressed. I walked in, I was like, okay, they got the lights, the cameras, the mic stands. So, kudos to you guys for doing everything with the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here and at the actual shows. And then, Rapper, you do a lot of other stuff as well that a lot of people don't know about, so... Oh, just kudos to you guys. You know? oh, thank, appreciate you. Flyers, thank you. Thank you. No one gives them really. Oh, so. appreciate that. Thank you. Well, you you know how we're gonna start this off. Uh, what uh, actually got you drawn into wrestling? Power Entertainment. Uh, so, some fans might know a man named Marco Debetic. Uh, mm-hmm. He was. Mm-hmm. An older gentleman that used to come to the shows with rubber chickens, megaphones, yeah. yes, everything. And um, I'll give you a quick story about that man. Uh huh. So I'm friends with his grandson. His grandson's name is Chris. Right. And that's how I got into wrestling was my friend Chris. So 
my father's introduction to Captain was we're at a Toys R Us tournament, like 10 in the morning, and we're doing a Bakugan tournament, because Chris and I love Bakugan. Mm-hmm. So, we're like 9, maybe 10. So, I'm not even into wrestling yet, I'm into Bakugan. And <laughs> so, my dad, being a good dad, takes me to this convention, and I'm telling him, like, yeah, you're going to be a uh, Captain, like... He was in the military too. Like you're gonna love him. It's gonna be great. So we walk in. And my dad's like, I spotted him right away. <laughs> so he's just, if you don't know, Captain, he's a crusty Vietnam vet, great heart, but he's musty. Uh, <laughs> so you can spot him from a mile away. And then right when the tournament starts, again we're nine years old. He just goes, kick his ass, Chris. Kick his ass. <laughs> You so, know, that, that was <laughs> that was Marco. Yeah, and he loved wrestling, and he knew Jimmy Blaze. Um, he actually used to give Jimmy Blaze tapes back when Jimmy was wrestling, and you know mm-hmm. his rookie years and stuff like that. So he would yes. bring his grandson Chris to these shows, and through my friendship with Chris, uh-huh. I found a love for professional wrestling and pow entertainment. Wow, wow! Um, but it, <clears throat> to be more specific, it was. Pow. It was coming yeah, to the that, events, being front row, being so personal. Remember right. you in the crowd. Oh, yeah. yeah I, definitely I remember you vocal. in the crowd. I hated Brian Allen. <laughs> you hated Brian Allen. I love Jason Weaver. <laughs> but, no, I, I love the show. Uh, mm-hmm. I, as a fan, I wanted to be a part of the show. And right. I was only a kid, and I always knew that mm-hmm. this business was my calling. This is what I want to do with my life. And whenever I'm not doing it, I just don't feel complete. So, right. as I continue to go on, it just shows that your boy is meant to be doing this, and Mason Perks is here to stay. Uh, mm-hmm. I got a lot to prove right now, and I'm hungrier than I've ever been. So, I'm excited. I'm excited for everything we got going on at POW. POW's doing amazing things, and then, yeah, from the beginning to where I am now, I'm very mm. proud, and it makes me excited to think about the future and where we're going to go. Yeah. Well, as things have been moving on, I first remember you in the crowd, but uh, going back to Marco, it's true. When I first came out on the scene, he was walking around with the the over the shoulder boulder. You know, I mean, you just you know, and it's like, wow, check this guy out. You know, didn't pay you know much mind you know to it, but uh, seeing him at different independents as the years gone by, so really uh, through and through wrestling fan especially on the independent level mm-hmm. you know he would definitely be missed you know so his Absolutely. megaphone and all man so yeah. Yeah. The, the shower buddies oh, oh. <laughs> shower <laughs> buddies <laughs> to his own pace too everyone would be clapping it'd be very obvious and then marco's like all right he's done sipping his drink or <laughs> and then he'd just start doing his own thing oh, um, yeah that man um he loved his country, and he loved professional wrestling. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you, Nick. His, mm-hmm. You guys saw the duffel bag of random things he'd bring, you know, to a mm-hmm. wrestling show. Yeah. What do you think his basement looked like? Oh, he, yeah. that's what I got to grow up in. Just finding random action figures, of like. Oh my god! If I, <laughs> you know, like, I, I would be, a, you know, like the American Pickers. Mm-hmm. I've always watched that, and it's like if I had their kind of. Thing to like just pick stuff like that oh my god it just uh, especially a wrestling basement I, i'd never leave i probably would stay in some type of place until i found something wrestling related i'd be yeah. like you know yeah especially in toys 
to be honest with you, I think I think you hold number two for wrestling <laughs> man caves and memorabilia. It honestly kind of reminded me right when I walked in, seeing the figures up and posters up. I was taken back. I don't know if you noticed. Right. I kind of was like, wow. Well, well, I appreciate that. I mean, it's the same way. It's it's awesome. Thank you. You know, a lot of it, you know, he says it's uh, homage to the boys and uh, just having to have the experience of seeing so many multiple different independent shows. So, I mean, it goes back to that's why I've got to respect the way it does. It's just, uh, you know, it should be (laughs) preserved, so to speak. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. Now, since uh, being in PAL, what do you think your hardest mountain to climb so far since being in? The training, the the diet, the exercise, the matches itself? That's a very good question Um, because there's, especially in professional wrestling, there's so many different obstacles you're going to face. The obstacles I face as a rookie versus the obstacles I face now are completely different. Um, in the beginning, it was more learning the craft, like mm-hmm. actually learning what to do in the ring. Um, now it's more mental game, you know, reminding myself that I might not be where I want to be right now, but I am putting in this work that I believe 85% of people who call themselves professional wrestlers are not putting in. Right. Mm-hmm. And I believe in my heart wholeheartedly that I can do this and I deserve a spot. And mm-hmm. I'm willing to work for that spot and I'm willing to outwork other people for that spot. I got a little off track. I spot. <laughs> no, and that's fine, man. I mean, I kind of threw I, I kind of threw it out there. I mean, it's as far um, as the obstacles, though, because that was your question, right? Was right. I mean, yeah, you, like, the obstacles that you know, I mean, you're facing. I mean, now, granted, you have already put on some classic matches. You, you and Kazile, uh, you Axel Rico, uh, the four way, you know at. The you better work show Love to me match. right there yeah you know has Love that match. you know uh it elevated everybody in that match well not only that match but the night before yes yeah. you had a hell of a match with kazile and for you to like come back the next day and put on a another, fucking, another banger of a match was like Holy fucking shit, where did this come from? Like, yeah. where did it come from? Because I remember watching both of them, and it was just phenomenal. <laughs> on, on both of them, it, it really was. It's, so. I thought that was such an amazing weekend, not just for myself, obviously, for me winning the title and having my first defense, but uh, I thought it was such an amazing weekend for Pow. Mm-hmm. Um, us being in the Brower House, having Summer Explosion the, the first night, and then the second night... Uh, doing our first ever prize show that you better work. Right. Uh, I thought it was an amazing show of what we can do as wrestlers, entertainers, as mm-hmm. just people for the world. Cause all we want to do is, you know, give people good times and good yeah. memories. That's what it's all about. People having fun. Yeah. Um, but going back to the matches <coughs> themselves, cause i and I just have a chemistry like no other. He, personally, he's the only, I want to say the only, but him and I in the ring, we just, I go here, right. he goes up. Right. I go up, he goes up. And we just continue to elevate each other's game. And I think that makes both of us hungrier. Right. So when you put us in the ring together, it's going to be a great match because we both want to outdo each other mm-hmm. and outdo the last match that we had. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, we just go good together, you know, like peanut butter and chocolate. It's just a good thing. <laughs> All right. Something good. No, no, absolutely. And uh, with uh, Kazayo being a second generation, you know, uh, he has the fundamentals. 
and you picked up very quick. And I think, too, since as a fan, you knew that you wanted to do this, and I'm sure you were like looking like in between the lines, so to speak. You were observing because, like you said, you picked it up, you know, very, very quick. Absolutely. You know. I was always trying to see what I could, but you know, how the business is. You can only see what whoever wants. Go to away, see. kid. You bother me. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, but um, after the shows, I, don't, I honestly I don't know what it is, but I've always had such a respect and appreciation for this sport. Mm-hmm. And I remember being a ten-year-old and no one really telling me to do it, but I would see the wrestlers come and start taking the ring down, and one I'd recognize them right away. Right, but I would walk up to him instead of being like, "Hey, can you sign us?" Whatever, I'd always say, "Thank you." I'd be like, "Hey, right. thank you for the show." Like, oh, dude, we yeah, we love it when reason. a fan asks yeah. for an autograph. Um, we love it. Probably just the way I was raised with my parents, right. but I was always more so on like, "Thank you for right, putting on the show." Because I just watched you get your ass whooped. You know? like, <laughs> right. like, I was very entertained. Like, I think the shirt's cool. Like, right. Now that no, I said thank you, maybe can you sign it? You know, and that's it, the best part is the interaction with the fans. Um, right what a performer can give to the mm-hmm. fan um, inside the ring and outside the ring. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I'm the same way. It's like for watching when I grew up, you know, watching Mid-South and stuff like that, just to see there. And, and that's just before all the barriers and the fucking ring was still, you know, 20 feet away. I mean, yeah. sitting at the Centroplex, ring 10 feet, dude, n- mm-hmm. no barrier. Yeah, you know, or if there was a barrier, it was them flimsy, you know, guardrails, yeah. you know, and that's it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I and that's why I, I the appreciation, yeah, definitely. Russell Rage, you came out uh, your first, I guess, uh, appearance on a show, so to speak. You actually uh, escorted someone out. Do you yeah. remember who that was? So. By escorted out, do you mean just smacked with a chair and like got out of my way, or do you mean no? The very first uh, okay, somebody got escorted out by Tommy McCobb because I was about to hit him with a yicket. I'm guessing that's who you're referring to, because I no 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 yeah I'm sorry I'm going way back there, bro. I mean your very first time on a Wrestle Rage oh. show, you escorted oh, someone. Good. Yeah, I'm going way back, bro. I first... Yeah, yeah. I'm going yeah. way oh, back, bro. I mean, we're yeah, early into the show. Someone, someone might have been late getting here, okay. but I'm still early into the show. Oh. All right, bro. Okay. Oh, you did. I know you party just as hard as Rocker and I. Uh-uh. You ain't going to do me like that. I don't think so. I don't think so. Am I first wrestler let me tell you my yeah. first wrestler was my first match too and it was against ruthless ramon rodriguez a man that i looked up to as a kid mm-hmm. um and you asked me who escorted me to the ring that night. no i'm asking what? you <laughs> i'm asking you who did you escort out to the ring on a wrestle rage show who did I? okay yeah the, yeah okay score out Listen, Nick, I've been wrestling for damn near half my life at this point. But the only person I recall escorting out was Mo Foley when I couldn't wrestle Don, uh, Dazzling Donnie myself. No. 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 You escorted someone out at a wrestle rage show. I'm going to pass out. Oh, God. 
Yeah. Okay. okay, why don't you just get to it, Nick? Softball. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm so fucking old, I forgot. I wanted to see if you'd remind oh, me. Oh, oh! So we we got it. You don't even remember the point you want. But I do know. You're softballing to me. I'm so old, I don't remember. Oh, man. We're two peas in a pod, Nick H. Oh, my head hurts. <laughs> so. Now, now I can turn that. Now I, I can. The show ain't that long. The show ain't that long because you know there's we're on time constraints here. I could dig it out of the POW archives, but I just wanted to see. I'm talking about, you know, what the, what the actual fuck, my boy. Oh god. Oh god. I don't you know the you're asking oh, me because I clearly don't know the answer. <laughs> you're asking your oh, boy right now. So, I think it was that. Actually, I think it was Dazzling Dining. I actually think it was Dazzling Dining. and keeping the show on the road. So, Nick Ace, let me ask you. Okay. You need your boy Mason Perks. Escort at Russell Rage. Cause I, I don't freaking oh know. Oh god! I want to say it was Dazzling Dining. Holy shit! <laughs> Excuse me. What? <laughs> You're oh. saying I so does, define escort. When you you walk to the you ring, you walk to the ring. With, okay, so I teamed with him. No, a sponsor. You were like you sponsored that wrestler. I never sponsored Dazzling Dining in my life. I had somebody. I have no idea. I have no I'm idea. telling you. Oh, all right. Fuck it. Go to Wikipedia. No, Parker. I'm gonna go look it up. Yeah, you guys are a team. Yeah. All right, you look it up. I'm, you look that up. I'm I'll, I'll, I'll talk with Mason. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> right. we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep it. We'll keep it going. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. I I don't know. Listen. He's just trying to figure it out. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a cool story actually. All right. So the only time I've ever been in a ring before I was professionally trained, actually, was at POW shows uh, with Mr. Riccolo for the 50-50 tickets that he does every show. Uh-huh. And I was this kid that would always bother Mr. Riccolo every uh, every show to just ask him to get me in there. So I, need and I got in there twice. <clears throat> one time for the 50-50 and one yeah. time taking a picture with Road Dog. Um, but other than that, I never escorted anybody to WrestleRage to get in the ring. So, I don't know what, what your partner's talking about. I don't, I don't either. I Kids, I would hit up Mama Jen, girl with red hair. If you're trying to get in the ring now, she does a 50-50. She's real nice. Maybe she'll hook you up. Because so, when I got in the oh. ring, and I, as a kid, before, before you get in between the ropes, you always wonder, like, what does it look like, you know, being in the ring, looking at the ropes? And once I had that perspective where I was like, oh, this is what it looks like to be in the ring and the fans around me, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this... I want to be back in there. Oh, yeah. I started training, and it just went from there. So that was a cool little side story. Did you find out? No, you know, because here's the thing. Because I want to sit here and do this. I'd either have to unhook a mic, which probably... so we're going to have a part two. No, or I go upstairs and get another laptop. But just, I know. Just go get another laptop. We'll 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 keep talking over here. I know. I already walked away left, so like you can go get it. To left. I know, because and actually, you know what? The reason I, the reason I know this, the reason I know this is because I have been archiving fucking footage 
and I have come across it. I just wanted to see if you remembered to do it. You got to do go. it because my reaction is going to be priceless uh, if you fucking find it. Yeah, yeah, So on to we want to talk about my next wrestler age because my next wrestler age I teamed with Dazzling Donnie and that was pretty cool too because that's when mm. we won the tag team championships. That is right. true. And what so, year? Now what rage was that? Like oh god, don't do me like I want. I want. I want. I mean, what, I want to just past twenty one. Okay, what, <laughs> what, what rage? What rage did Donnie break his leg? That was my sixteen second rage. Was that 18? I want to say it was 16. No. Because I had my debut. Don, when Donnie broke his Donnie leg? Yeah, because didn't, that's, when that Don, that's when you brought Donnie. That's when you. It was either you or Abreo back in the day came out with Donnie. I want to say it was Abreo. That was Abreo that did that. In the pink jacket. Yes, I think that was Abreo. Oh, but the night when Donnie broke God, his leg. You yes. <laughs> What can I say? Maybe I would have. Maybe this question would have never came up if you oh, fucks were on time. Yeah. I mean, come on, oh, kids. All right, hey, yeah. it's You're the right. old man's. T- it's the old oh, man's. You know, rib. Rib time. What a rib! What a rib! Yeah. Call McDonald's because that was a McRib right there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was a <laughs> oh my God. That uh, was great. That was fucking great. That was, All right. that was pretty good. We're gonna we're gonna pause for a commercial for for a moment here. <laughs> 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 so we can all like just regather. Regather. Oh, so This is Axel Abreu and you're listening to the Hillbilly Wrecker Podcast Radio. Fans, we know that sometimes life can throw some curveballs. If you're in need of family law advice, talk to Pow Entertainment's favorite attorney, the law office of Christopher Hoff. All right, we are back with uh, Mason Perks, and uh, I'm sorry for the old man moment, but, you know, hey. uh, I mean, how can you confuse Mason Perks with excellent Braille? And at the time, he had his face painted like Jeff Hardy. (laughs) I'm, I'm speechless. I'll just, I could have. Yeah, well, I'm okay. I, I did. Oh I'm God. sorry. Okay, old oh man moment. Uh, oh my goodness. But I do know. Okay, tagging with Donnie. We'll, we'll, we'll pick it up from there. Tagging with Donnie. How did you, how did you manage to actually, rookie-wise, jump in to a tag team with one of the veterans of Power Entertainment? Uh well, Donnie was uh, Donnie was one of my trainers as well as uh, with Jim. I give him mm-hmm. credit for that. And then I tried doing my own singles thing at first, and it just wasn't really clicking. Right. Uh, I was still, 
Right. Just being realistic, like, I was obviously still a 16-year-old. So, uh, Jim's solution was, like, you need to learn, you know, what right. character is, what, what, you, what you can do with professional mm-hmm. wrestling in your career. Mm-hmm. Like, so, we're going to put you with the biggest character that we have on our show, <laughs> and that's and Donnie. And it was like, well... At first, I didn't. I wasn't exactly comfortable. I didn't really like it. And right. It's one of those situations. It's like, well, that's the spot for your kid. Like, you want to yeah. be on the show or not? Right. And I did. Uh, looking back at it in hindsight, I'm so grateful because I had some of the funnest time <coughs> so far uh-huh. tagging with Don. Yeah. Uh, he just he taught me the value of a character and the stuff that we were able to do. We were able to have so much fun uh-huh. and just tell stories versus having to do you know. Tackle, drop down, hip toss, <laughs> wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. We were able to go have fun and give right. people something different and something that they enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one time, just to give you a specific example, uh, we had a promo that involved Mr. Pee Wee Perella. And <laughs> basically, the end of the promo went with us covering him up in makeup and just uh-huh. hearing all Fox Lake scream. Some people even standing and screaming party time as we're just covering Pee Wee with Yeah, I can't I actually remember that. <laughs> it was yeah. one of those moments where I was looking around, I was like, Well, this is different. <laughs> and this is really loud. Yeah. Okay. Like I could do I this. It's a memo. Like you can do some really cool stuff with characters. And um I just had so much fun tagging with Donnie, but then the time came where I felt I didn't need Don anymore. Uh I was getting ready to go to college, you know, I kind of wanted mm-hmm. to right. leave on my own terms, so to say, uh, mm-hmm. so I cracked him with a chair, and uh, <laughs> that was the end of Be Dazzled. Learned a lot of lessons in wrestling, do I regret it? You can't look, regret anything, but, you know, I definitely learned from that. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for Dazzling Donnie now, and mm-hmm. we're on good terms now, so. Well, yeah, he's definitely been around pal well, he's been one of them long-term guys, you know, yeah, that's absolutely. been around. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of the right way, of, right word for it, but he's kind of one of those guys that's always been in the shadows, so to say. Yeah, he, was never one of the forefront people where it's like, right. He's putting himself in a position where the lights on him, mm-hmm. but he was always at training, helping people train. He's always there uh, when he was on shows, helping with chairs or the ring, mm-hmm. um, selflessly. So right, I no. always had a lot of respect yeah. for Don. Um, great guy, really. Mm. Can't say enough about him. Um, a good friend, too. So yeah, now, now, like I said, after he, all that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, I, I, prom- I promise to behave. Make sure I have my facts in order this time. So I, I promise. <laughs> I'm just here for the last man, so. <laughs> Okay, I, I promise. Um uh, you went singles for a while, and yeah. then actually, uh, you and Kazile formed a pretty good, you know, bond and terrorizing pal entertainment. And then, how was it working with him compared to against him now? Uh, that's a great question. I think that adds to the chemistry that we have as opponents now as well, mm-hmm. because there was that time period where we were on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wasn't exactly agreeing with the people at the time and was kind of <laughs> doing my own thing and Kazile's kind of notorious for that just being realistic your boy was playing chess a little bit yeah. and I think uh, I had him you know doing my deeds if you will okay and it was working at the time and then uh, 
my meniscus would not last. <laughs> right. So um, he helped me while my meniscus was torn. And, you know, that's not the proudest thing I could say, but I wasn't in the best mindset at the time. I was doing a lot of bastardly things and doing whatever I could to get by and win with a torn yeah. knee. So, but I'm trying to, you know, be a good boy, you know, trying yeah. to make you guys laugh like I've been doing for the last <laughs> 30 minutes because you think I'm Axel Abreu. But I'm, I'm I did it. I did it. No, this is all on me. No, this is all on me. All on me. But, old, um, old man moment. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how Kazal and I we we did team for that point. We actually teamed together at a Wrestle Rage, uh, mm-hmm. which is wild to think about. Um, but yeah, we have chemistry in every direction. Whether it was as a team for that short period of time that we were a team, who knows if we ever get there again? Maybe we'd make a great tag team. I don't know. Right now, I don't see it happening because we're no. not beef. But. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, no. Our chemistry is something else, though. Right, and how you just reached back about uh, you guys got a beef, and I mean it started with that you know Midwest title. Yeah. Uh, T Woods couldn't hold you guys. That's why Jimmy took it away. Yeah. You know now, yeah. Lord and behold, you know McCobb's got it. <laughs> you know, yeah. wow, um, how that works. How McCobb's got the Midwest title <clears throat> that I had, Kyle's friend, and now Jimmy's heavyweight champion, but. Well, you made interesting. You made interesting points. Right. You know, we're not gonna. You know, we'll we'll get to that question here. Uh, the points that you made at Russell Rage, okay, wrestling Jimmy, and you've actually wrestled him. You know, several times, yeah. okay, especially at T Woods. I mean, you guys have tore the place down and the candy match. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and remember that candy was all over the place. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, you know it's. You're putting your bid in. Granted, you were out of the loop there for a little bit. Kazile, you're pointing towards him. You're going either or. You don't care if it's friend or foe. So elaborate on that. Um, what do you mean I don't care if we're friend or foe? Because well, I you, okay. do care right now. I'm saying we have chemistry, friend or when, foe. Well, I'm saying what you said at Rage. You know, telling Jimmy you want your shot, telling Kazile uh, you want your shot. As you were bringing points up, to them, you know, Jimmy is friend, Kazayo's foe. Elaborate on your position in regards of either one of them guys for that title. It's a very interesting position to be in because I have a lot of respect for Jimmy and Eric Bull. And then there's Kazayo, who, as I've said, we've got our own problems. So I have no problem doing whatever I got to do to him to win that Powell heavyweight title. Um, same thing with Jim and Eric when it really comes down to it because that's the way I was trained. Uh, if you're not in this business to be a champion, then you shouldn't be in this business. Mm-hmm. Everyone should be in here to be the best that they can be. And if I can prove it to my trainers and my biggest enemy at the time by winning that match and walking out the POW heavyweight champion, then damn it, I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in the gym every day working for it. Do it. I'm watching tape. I'm talking with you boys. It's been pretty productive. We've been talking primarily about wrestling, so I'm doing everything I can. You know, I want to <laughs> study it up, going over my own history. As I forgot about when I managed Don, you know, a shining moment there, Nick H. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> oh, oh DJ. I tried Axel. Yeah, Becker, you remember that? Oh, okay, Duche, cool. pussy cat. <laughs> oh wait a minute, you wouldn't know that cartoon. You're not too old. 
Nothing wrong with the classics, Nick. There's nothing wrong with the classics, all right? Oh, okay, Wrecker, you ask him some questions. I'm All right. <laughs> We're going to do the, the three wrecking questions here. Uh, we're going to kick it off. What's your favorite cereal or breakfast item? I'm going to have to say, wait, or breakfast item? Yeah, or, or breakfast. It doesn't have to be cereal What or okay, okay. like pancakes, waffles. So <laughs> a go-to that I make all the time and I think is always delicious is like a little breakfast sandwich with like a biscuit, preferably a biscuit. English muffin works too. But then, you know, egg, sausage, patty, sometimes yeah. bacon if I want a lot of meat. But nice, you know, good old breakfast sandwiches. All right. Good way to start the day. That's a good way to do it. All right. You mentioned earlier that you were on tour. What was your favorite hotel that you stayed at? Mm. <laughs> oh, throwing it, a curveball at you right here. No. <laughs> Repeat your question. What was my favorite? Yeah, what was the your, like, most favorite, like, hotel that you stayed at? And you were like, holy shit, I'm fucking staying here? Yeah. Okay. I would probably say the Motel Hard six. Rock Cafe in uh, Hollywood, Florida. Uh-huh. It's the big uh, Hollywood Hard Rock Hotel that's actually shaped like a t- guitar. Right. And they had uh, the theater in the venue, the casino in the venue. Um, it was all in one place. It was huge. Very nice. Uh, oh, wow. All in one place, huh? Yeah, it was oh, all nice. in one guitar-shaped building. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was really cool. It's obviously a, the Hard Rock Hotel, so it's meant for music. And, right. And right. they had the casino in there. Um shopping area as well they actually had bars in the hotel too like numerous different restaurants and bars wow. um oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was one-stop shop pretty cool <laughs> pretty cool little stop so oh yeah well i'll keep that place in mind if i'm yeah, down in right, hollywood dude. florida when we go to florida we're, oh hell we're, yeah we do a big let's man. go on, i'm down we'll, i'll drive oh, shit. <laughs> baby. Baby. Back in the van. no van no van brother you you no van sidetrack but you and I specifically have had some driving memories that where it's like, how did we get here? Yeah. <laughs> how did we get here? Like, brother, I don't know. And it's like, yeah. It's like four in the morning. Maybe we should pull over. You know, we're almost there. But, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about it till now. We have some very good road trip memories. Oh. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about the story on how we'll, we'll the van... I, I died out so alright um, what wrestler inspired you the most uh, growing up as a kid have to be one or can I give you three wrestlers that you inspired do it me? give me your yeah give me your top three so I'll, go I'll give you three wrestlers that inspired me as a kid and to this day inspire a lot of my work um, and that would be Chris Jericho Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair okay Yep, acceptable. I Plenty love it. Plenty of others, but I think if you think about the way they present themselves in the rings, themselves, you know, their personalities and all that, and then right. think about me, I, I'm sure you can see a lot of the correlation. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there we go. We got the three writing <laughs> questions with uh, Mason Perks here. Um, so we were talking about my van, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah. All right, a lot of memories in that van, but one last story here of the van that you got to hear that I don't think you heard about. Oh man, hit me with so like story. a month ago, right? The van started like shitting out. It's All like right. you know, like one of those, and it got to the point where I was like, I. I can't drive this fucking thing. I can't. I cannot <laughs> drive this thing anywhere. Right. Well, we end up finding a car, and it's out in Skokie. 
Well, I live in Oak Grove, so it was Oak Grove to Skokie, and I'm like, holy shit, I don't even Skokie. know, I don't even know if this van is going to make it out the fucking driveway, like, <laughs> <laughs> I got ways like, to go, oh, I'm like, I am almost an hour from this place, like, Skokie, <laughs> <laughs> there's no easy way to Skokie, no, no. it was Higgins to know. Oakton Road, like, like, oh. that was the only path I had because I could yeah. not put this son of a bitch on, on the highway. highway. Yeah. Because it was not getting out of second gear, and it was not going over 25 miles per hour. Oh. I got on a Higgins Road. I turned on a Higgins Road, and I'm, I have the foot all the way down. My hands are so gripped on the steering wheel, and I am screaming at this fucking car like, Make it fucking out! Like, just keep going! Just fucking go! And it fucking died. Like, <laughs> it did not go. So, like, Higgins and, like, just past Arlington Heights Road. So, like, that I That ain't nowhere had, near Skokie. No. So, I fucking... Uh, yeah. I call up Jen right away. I'm like, Jen, you got to leave work. You got to pick me up. <laughs> like, we got to go to the dealership. Day. Like, just don't ask questions. Just, just get here now, right? So, she shows up. As soon as she shows up, the cops show up. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh God! Is it here? They go like, oh, you, you know, you need any help? Nope, don't need any help. I got the tow truck coming. You guys, you know, see ya. Have a nice uh, day. Yeah, <laughs> all right. I had this bitch towed all the way to the dealership in Skokie, and it was just like <laughs> it made it to Skokie. It, on a tow truck, <laughs> but, but, but it made it. You it made it. And that van was supposed oh. to get to Skokie, and you and that van made it to Skokie. It's true. One that is true. The mission was complete. And I was just like, I pull in, and I was like, Jen's like, that's your car. I was like, <laughs> that's oh, your car. Oh my god, like the new car, right? And they're like, I got up getting a Chevy Equinox, and I was like. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's it's beautiful. it's beautiful and it drives. <laughs> it drives year. like, oh my god! So yeah, that's the last story with the van, and it was just like I cannot. How many times has that van been to Michigan? Oh my man. god! <laughs> At least like close to twenty. Oh like, shit! A lot of Michigan road trips in that in that van. What like twenty eighteen? All the way through, like, 2019, 2020, like... So... Yeah, like, a lot of lot of trips up there. Wow. And one was... We pick you up at the airport, right? And... <laughs> the, the van... <laughs> seven people there's already eight people and we haven't even picked up mason yet oh and no he's the ninth person in the as always the last one the smallest spot packed and i'm just getting off a flight open the door to these boys everyone, everyone's got yeah and you the big oh mason everyone's got the shit eating dinner, right and i can see it. justin justin's fucking excuse me hands 10 and 2 not making eye contact. Because he knows what he's about to say. <laughs> Literally, this was discussed amongst the boys. <laughs> so, yeah, they do the face of, yay! Let's go get Mallory, who's Mason's ex girlfriend! Yay! Oh, oh, oh man, he goes, yay! And I'm just like, oh, yeah, he's been in this damn five seconds. 
five seconds, no one oh. said. Being oh my god. Just yeah, that was just one. There was another time involving cigars in your van. Your van oh, died. Died, a van died again. And I pulled up. And you're like, I got these stogies. So how about we just blaze some stogies while we wait for the stroke in the car? So there's what like four like four or five of us or was it me, you yeah, me, yeah, you. There was like four or five. Yeah, and oh yeah, and it was just oh. like lighting up cigars, yeah. and we're just <laughs> waiting for a fucking tow oh, truck gross. to fucking come, and we're just so, we're all just smoking cigars, two. shit the bullshit, and then like, kid you not, there was like what four, five McHenry like sheriffs that like just like pulled up because this is what like one o'clock in the morning. In oh the shit! In the yeah. rain, in, just after, after a Fox show. Fox Lake show, and they're all like. Oh, you guys are wrestlers? They found out we were wrestlers. And like more more cops would come and just start talking to us about wrestling. (laughs) And while while we're waiting for the tow truck guy. (laughs) Like the sheriff's department ain't got nothing else better to do. No, they had nothing better to do. Not that night. One of the cops actually knew a guy we wrestled with. Oh, yeah. I can't can't remember. remember. I can't remember. But yeah. But do either of you guys know who has the other infamous van stories? I know. Isn't it where Tommy McCobb almost died in the van? (laughs) Austin. I I took one trip with him, and that was to a ICW show up in Milwaukee. All right. And like. One of Kirk shows? Yeah. Okay. Austin drove. Because we just drove from Michigan, came back, jumped into his van. Oh, shit. And then drove to Milwaukee. Oh. And then came back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I'll, I'll give you guys Holy a shit. quick story. I'll let you pick. Do you want to hear the story of what Captain Spicoli and I have deemed the Cicero turn? Or just the time the, the brakes went out at the beginning of the road trip going to, like, I think it was like Zerk for a show at Barbecue Productions? So, two good stories. The Cicero turn, <coughs> the time the, flat out the brakes went out. We had no brakes going to a show. I'll let you choose Jesus. which one you want to hear. They're both pretty good. Uh, yeah. I'm sure Spicoli is... Wheezing and probably popping his shoulder right now. All right, let it, okay, you know what? Just about those two stories. Just because uh, I know what kind of area Cicero is, so yeah, let's go with the Cicero show. Honestly, I'm kind of glad you said the Cicero turn. So the only two that live to tell the story are Spicoli and myself. So we are going to Cicero. This is Austin just kind of started at this time, and I'm still early in my career. So like, I'm pushing like not late. Like I don't. I do not like to be late. Right, so, right, same. Austin, <laughs> go figure. Austin was born late, so born everything's late. late. So we're rushing to get to the show, and he misses a turn. Um, so the GPS says it's going to be like an additional like twenty twenty five minutes. Oh, yeah. well, Al Fox we, Lake getting you know? exactly. You know, yeah. not a good spot. So I'm looking at the map, and I'm like, it looks like there's like. A spot where you can U-turn like right up here, and I'm looking at the map. I'm like, I don't know what it is, and Austin's like, "Oh, do you mean that?" And about sixty yards out, m- maybe eighty, very close. We're going like sixty miles per hour. Oh he just, fuck! He just made the turn, and you know Austin hit the gas again. So we're going again. And he's like, "Oh, that right there, like 60, 80 yards away." It's one of those divots between the two roads for yeah. a cop to sit in between. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's it." And Austin says. I got it. <laughs> At this point, there's maybe 40 yards left, and he just starts hitting the brakes. So we go from like 60 to like an immediate 30. I fall. Doom. I fall. 
<laughs> and we get it down to about 20. About a cool 20. For sure not a full stop. And he just, very pimp-like, just <laughs> whips right through this. Dogs going up and everything. All across, once we make the turn, across the three lanes of traffic. If there was a single car, it would smoke. Damn. Right through this police divot. Across three lanes. Right back to 60. Once the exit. And, and then right Didn't skip a beat. Love Spicoli. Oh, my God. Yeah. A lot of vans and wrestling road trips. Just yeah, I had a misfortunate one time with Spicoli coming back from Michigan. <laughs> okay, let's hear it in your soul. I had a misfortune one time. Um, it's Spicoli. like he's dying inside. <laughs> I still don't think I'm the same. Oh, God. I'm no, sorry. I mean, no, love, love oh. Spicoli, but yes, it's uh, uh, him, Abreo, and whatever the hell that kid's name was that hung out with him all the time. Uh, anyway, he doesn't wrestle with us anymore, but trying to get them to let's go coming back from Michigan, it was like pulling teeth. Oh, you know? okay. Oh, I don't know where he is. I'll go look for him. All yeah. right. Then oh, they yeah. fucking disappear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. that bullshit. All right. Y'all got to stay up because, you know, and this the old one man that you first found disappears and then you end up finding the other three and you're like god damn it where the other one go and you're like yeah. i don't fucking know and then you go looking for him and then you lose two more and then you find the other two that <laughs> yeah no i would god damn it. i was pissed because it was coming back from michigan and uh it's i wanted to go all right you guys stay up yeah no they're out out they're oh, fucking done out done <laughs> Done. Fuckers. I'll be driving. It's like six other people in the van. They're all passed out. And I'm just. Yeah, nodding. yeah, dude. Oh, God damn it. So, Kyle, fucking stay up. They're, they're, <laughs> that, like, that, that one or stretch. Or you know? We're like, oh, my God. Somebody just fucking talk. Like, that's all that, you need. That one stretch down 196 there is always the fucking oh, worst, God. man. That's the darkest. That's you when you know, have some yeah. of the best times with the boys. Yeah. You, know, you make some lifetime memories memories that we've been able to talk about right now. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, if you think about it, we haven't really talked a whole lot of wrestling. It's just been the good times yeah. that we've had. And that's why I love wrestling. Oh, yeah. Um, it's the times that it allows me to share with people. Uh, I try to remind myself as well as other people, like, be present of that, you know? Mm. When you're having those good moments, like when we're at shows and stuff, I'm like, be grateful for the people that are here today because you never know what you got tomorrow and love right. everybody. Oh, yeah. Like, these are great times. Like, yeah, our van just broke down after a show and we're in the rain, but we're smoking stogies and a kind of All right, that, you know, it's, there's always yeah. something to be grateful for and when you're with the gang uh, or the, ga- you know, boys and gals, yeah. it's, just be grateful for it. There's always good times to be had. All right. All right. I know. It's definitely good times to be had, and especially good times that are going to be had at our last show of the year, Fox Lake, Rage Reaction, a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you know, we've got the Tag Team Championship. We'll be back on the line. Mm-hmm. Brothers of Construction, newly crowned champions against the IPA. Your thoughts on that? We're going to try to get your perspective of... Uh, 
you know this this coming uh show here i think it's very exciting um i've had the <laughs> the honor and privilege of wrestling the brothers of Funstruction, and mm-hmm. let me tell you it's one of the most unique matches i've ever been a part of you never know what you're gonna get when they're in the ring uh and i think it's a good change of pace for the pow titles i yeah. think that the, like i said you never know what you're gonna get they're exciting <laughs> um so I personally can't wait to see how they're going to defend them and what they're going to do to keep them because just yeah. look at all the stuff they do in their ordinary matches. They're champs now. Yeah. They, I mean, they got to step it up a little bit. So, uh, yeah. We'll definitely as, like, see <clears throat> see how well, that's going to go. I mean, you know, Brothers of Construction, a uh, a regular on NWA. Yeah, you know, definitely They're going all kinds of places and uh, definitely building a big uh, following. That's top-tier talent. Yes, that, <laughs> yeah. that it is. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. Also, GQ making his way back into Pow Entertainment uh, against uh, William uh, Emery. And uh, both guys, you know, uh, William has been, you know, with Pow there for a little while, took a hiatus. He's come, he's come back, supposedly more fitter than ever, uh, and so forth. And obviously, uh, GQ, which will always bring his A game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, everyone knows GQ and what he's accomplished in Powell. Uh, <laughs> top talent in Powell, numerous time champion. Yep. He's one of our top stars. He's stepped away for a while, and he comes back, and it doesn't matter that he stepped away. He's yeah. that level of superstar in Powell. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it comes to Will Emery, I remember watching him as a kid. And yeah. It was, to see him now looking like a Greek statue, just chiseled, ripped, and obviously, since he's come back to wrestling, he's got a point to prove. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see two men get in the ring that I think both have something to prove to the audience and to themselves uh, since they're both coming back. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that one. I think it's going to bring something different than all the other matches for sure. I, I think definitely uh, like a higher flying type style match. Uh, I can see that. You know, because uh, Yanni will go anywhere in that ring. Mm-hmm. Emery has, he can keep up. you know, he can. And Absolutely. he has been known to dive over the ropes himself every yeah. so often. So uh, we'll see. It, it'll be a treat to see him back in the ring. It's been a while since be. I've seen him. You so. will be watching. Oh, I'm sure you will. I mean, oh. that, that's, uh, <laughs> that's definitely some talent out there. Uh, we're going to do uh, a rematch of uh, Mateo Valentine and Moondog Murray, where Mateo Valentine just pretty much has turned his back on Pow Nation. Yeah, he's been a real bitch. Or, uh, <laughs> 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 I mean, that's what, that's what I'm getting, you know, like coming out with the crown and the whole, yeah, the whole I mean, you know, presenting the queen, you know, that he is. And. Yeah, and Mason, you have shared the ring with him before. You know what type of uh, person he is in the ring. It's it's honestly mind-boggling to me because I was away for the past three months when he's mm. uh, had this change of heart, and I yeah. kind of saw things online, and I was like, I I just don't, I didn't really believe it. You know what I mean? Right. But then I was there at Russell Rage, and I was actually um, right behind the curtain for match one, which was Moondog versus Mateo, and I just got to see the look on Mateo's face and just his presence yeah. before he went out there. And then I heard the new music, and I was like, "Yeah, that's not the Mateo I've wrestled. Because I've wrestled Mateo and picked him up afterwards. We picked each other up and raised right. each other's hands because of the respect and yeah. just that good attitude that he's always had. Uh, but I didn't feel that at WrestleRage. No, and it, it was, was different. It was really weird. Uh, I have a lot of respect for Moondog. 
everything that he did as the power heavyweight champion when he won mm. that, some would say, by surprise. And then he stepped up, and he proved that he did deserve that. Yeah. Uh, so I absolutely have he was a lot a fighting of respect champion. for him. And to be honest with you, I kind of had to walk. I started watching their match, and I kind of had to walk away just watching their whole situation, the way Mateo's treated Moondog like that and just turned his back. It, it honestly kind of upset me a little bit because, like I said, I don't see Mateo like that. I've always respected him. Right. I like um, Mateo, so... Uh, um, Hopefully Moondog can fix that a little bit. We'll definitely see because uh, he definitely uh, got the short end of the stick over there yeah. at uh, at Rage. Uh, a match that I set up, you know, due to the uh, outside interference of Erica Erico with Terry Allen. Koa could not be there, you know, with Kaylee. They were out there in Nashville with NWA. Now we're going to have, I guess, this mixed tag match between... Koa, Laxamana, and Kaylee's against Terry Allen and Erica D'Erico. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be one hell of a match. I, I don't know what to expect from it, really. Uh, well, I mean, at Rage, I mean, every time Terry tossed Cairo out, uh, Erica oh, was just was all, all over him. him. She was on him, yeah. Like, all over him. But I just, I just don't know. I don't know what to expect with that And... Match. Okay, well, Koa Laxamana's uh, win-loss record really isn't the best. So, I mean, no, will he be gonna, the under... He's still going to put on a big, uh, a good match. No, I'm though. not denying that at all. I'm not uh, denying that at all. But, uh, I mean, does Kaylee, you know, know. Does, uh, does she actually wrestle? You I know, think I she mean, will. See, I, I, I think she, she's not I afraid think she... to get her hands dirty. And that's oh. kind of what I was about to say. We've seen Koa <laughs> and Kaylee actually a little bit more and what they can do in the ring. Um mm-hmm. As I've said, we've seen that she's not afraid to get her hands dirty. But Erica's a little bit newer to the scene. We've seen Terry Allen. We know that he's he's ruthless. I know personally he'll do whatever it takes. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I'd imagine if she's hanging and banging with Terry Allen, Mm. she's going to do the same thing. But she used to wrestle a while ago. That's what I heard. And then stepped away and has come back and everything. But I don't... I've never personally seen her wrestle... Mm-hmm. I've never seen Kaylee's wrestle, so I don't know what to expect. No, I, I, Coming I, out of that end, I know with Terry and Koa, they will act. They uh, will put on that that great match <clears throat> that you're looking for, right? But when you go into the ladies' part, I just don't. Yeah, know. no, like, absolutely. I, um, because that's, I heard I, I heard that she's mm-hmm. wrestled too. Yeah, you know, um, maybe there is something out there with her from back in the day or whatever i mean maybe as we get to know her a little bit you know and get a little bit of a background Mm -hmm. uh well we'll see what happens though i mean it's gonna definitely be exciting yeah definitely gonna be interesting yeah uh hunter Payne taken on uh i guess uh jamie race with uh no mike idol yeah that's gonna be a that's a surprise of a match right you know bmi you know when you is always jamie race Mike Idol, you know. Well, you also saw then the last few times that they were together at Powell that they were falling apart a little bit. Yeah. So maybe yeah, so this we still is... still haven't figured out what that... Because I was about to ask, yeah. like, what's going on with BMI? Like, is Mike Idol going to be there for Jamie Race? And you just said that he's not going to be, correct? Yeah, so it's not mentioned on here with, you know, you know with Mike Idol. I mean, it, yeah, I, I guess it's, we'll have to see. Huh? I mean, you know, and I'm... Well, <laughs> and I'm going to... Actually, save this match, you know, before your match. Uh, Stylin' Shane Eaton and frontman Jay Scutt taking on 
the six foot twelve, whatever you want to say, tiny, tiny and good. your buddy Axel Abreu. Yes, <laughs> your yes. twin. Uh, it's actually your boy Axel Abreu. If you remember when <laughs> team together, we established that. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's gonna be a very exciting match. Um, what I think. You said it's Tiny and Abreu versus Jay Scott, uh, mm. frontman Jay Scott, and then Style and Shane, right? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, Tiny's the big. Hold on a minute here. So they're worried about Tiny. Abreu, I think, has a great opportunity to kind of slip in there and get a quick win off mm. the distraction of Tiny. Right. If he's using the mental game in this match, because it's easy to get in there and think, you know, I just have a giant with me. We're going to go in there and kick ass. But if you go in there a little bit smarter, you might be able to get out a quick win. Yeah. Um, however,. Frontman Jay Scott has very clearly been working out. Yeah. And what his reason yeah. for that is, I don't know. So he uh. might get in there and have a point to prove. And let me ask you guys this. What do you think it would do for Jay Scott's career if he could slam or pin Tiny? Jeez. <laughs> I'm telling you, and that's something that I think they should worry about. That's all I'm saying. He's clearly working. So both teams, you know... Well, he's in there with Stylin Shane. Stylin Shane, 20-year 20, 20 vet. Yep. You know, definitely been around. I mean, tiny. He's got the size. He doesn't have the mobility, you know? So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But, yeah, you tiny gets a hold of you. You're done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're done. It only takes one from tiny. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> you should put that on a shirt. It only takes one. Yeah, it only takes one. You know, matter of fact, uh, I might pitch that to him. <laughs> uh, all right. Heavyweight championship on the line. Street fight. <laughs> what a way to end the year. Yeah. That's Your champion, be. Jimmy Blaze, Kazile, Eric Freedom, and your boy. Anything could go. Street fight. Is that building big enough to hold you guys? I don't know if it's big enough. But I do think it's special enough. Yes. I can't think of a better place to have that match than at Fox Lake, honestly. Uh, the home base of Power Entertainment. If you ask numerous people, they'll tell you that's our home. Yes. Um, so I can't really think of a better place, but I know it's going to be packed. Probably going to be sold out, so you might want to get tickets soon. As far as can it contain all four of us, I don't think so. Um, uh. Kyle and I alone almost tore down Brower House, and then... Mm. When you had Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom with the specialty, their specialty match in yeah. Chicago Street Fight, it's going to get out of hand. Yeah. Just, um, I'm just going to keep it real with you, boy. It's going to get out of hand. <clears throat> it's going to be something, it's going to be violent. Jimmy wants, he's got a point to prove. That's why he's the champion right now. Eric would love nothing more than to walk away with that championship on his farewell tour as well. Because I was selfless. <laughs> he's selfish and just. <laughs> I'm not even gonna talk about him. We're talking about me. Your boy, I would love to prove to Eric and Jimmy that I deserve that title. Right. That I work out every day. I live, eat, sleep, everything professional wrestling. And I would be damn proud to put this company on my back and represent it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it would take to stop me. 
Yeah, so well, uh, and I can only imagine the mindset of the other. Definitely deserve it. I can tell you that. In there. So yeah, that that is a building that has housed uh, a lot of memories. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fox Lake, you know, to end out the year, it's going to be something else. So with us ending out the year 2024, any certain things on the horizon for you for the upcoming year? Yeah, the Powell Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) Once I win that, then we can go from there. My guess is I'm going to throw a party on the next show, the first show of the new year, uh, to celebrate winning the new Powell Heavyweight Championship. (laughs) And you boys are going to be VIP to the party for having me on the podcast. All right, well, maybe we'll we'll bring some mics. uh, Yeah, that's kind of my plan. But other than that, as I said uh, at WrestleRage, because Al and I definitely have some unfinished business. So whether I win that title or not, I'm sure him and I are going to see each other again, and I'm going to put my foot up his ass one more time. <laughs> so that's kind of on my schedule, too. But other than that, the only thing I really care about right now is the people, making sure that the people are getting as much of your boy as they want. I'm trying to get to new places and new heights with my career. So I'm just looking for new horizons on the new year. All right. New opportunities. All right. And I'm looking forward to it. All right. Where can they find your social media? At it's your boy Perks uh, on all social media, so Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. And then you can also find my matches on YouTube as well at it's your boy Perks. Uh, you can also just search Mason Perks versus, and a bunch of my matches will pop up. And so that's the easy way I tell people: just just look at my name and verses, and you'll find something in me. There's all something right. going on. It's spelled with a C, not a K. Uh, <laughs> despite popular belief, it's P E R C S. Perks, baby. <laughs> so, there again, you I, go. It's your boy Perks. Thank you, gentlemen, very much for having me. Again, you guys are the ghosts for doing all this production, giving us a platform. Uh, keep doing you. Keep oh, doing thank you. you. We're gonna try to. Thank I'll you, make sure you. I don't have any more brain farts. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's all right. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. all right. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. Well, with that being said, for Trainwrecker himself and myself, uh, before we actually leave, (laughs) before we forgive you, you're getting me derailed. We got to thank our sponsors, Chris Hoff, 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 and uh, pretty much uh, we will definitely uh, keep you posted of what's going on with uh, Rage Reaction if anything else comes up. We appreciate you guys listening, and we will definitely talk to you guys next time. Choo-choo.